mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo. Sitting opposite me with a bigger beard than in weeks previous, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. It's getting, it's getting big there. It's... We got some criticism for the last time we talked about your beard. People <laughs> found the story, the quote-unquote story, to be uh, boring, uh, yeah. which now makes me just want to bring it up more and more and more. Whoever tweeted, I can't remember who tweeted it, but someone tweeted by saying, oh, I didn't like the story about your beard. I'm not sure if there was much of a tale. Mm. I think there was a mention that I had a beard. Yeah. So well, you'll probably hate that long story I just told then. Yeah, um, they're, they're gone now. Yeah. They've turned off. Good. So now yeah. that yeah, now that just the true fans are still just listening. Just the true fans of the epic tale yeah. that is my beard. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I actually... Something happened the other night where, you know, I say, as I said before, g'day dickhead at the start of the show, I, someone, I was at a gig the other night, you know when... So casual about it. Yeah. As, I mean, as we're all aware, like I said before. Yeah, callback. So, um, before, Article 7 in this yes, podcast. Yes, as you'll have noticed. Um, I was at a gig and uh, it was a little bit confusing because, you know, sometimes you go to gigs and people that listen to the, the podcast will turn up and, and talk to you and whatever and that's nice. But I had someone walk past the other night at a gig just walk past and go, you dickhead, and then just walk past. And I'm like, are, are you a fan yeah. of the show or are you just not a fan of me? Oh, it's very it's very blurred lines there. Yeah. Whether you like me or don't like me. So your car breaks down on Kingsway in peak hour and people are just driving past going, you fucking yeah. dickhead. Yeah. You're like, just always nice to meet the fans. Yeah. Keep listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks for your support. I hate you. Oh, did you listen to last week's? Oh, great. <laughs> Go kill yourself, you fucking piece of shit. Oh, it's a good episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say hello to Tommy for you. Yeah. No worries. Dude, <laughs> oh, oh. what a hole you've dug for yourself where the line between... Yeah, because my response, it had to be like, it was like, you dickhead. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. But that's that's a nice world to live in where, you know, people abuse you and you think it's it's a positive yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. you've kind of hypnotized yourself dickhead to not hear full. the... Yeah. Yeah. And you could do with seeing a little bit less of the negative out there in the world. So this is ultimately a good thing for you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But no, well, let's not say that because then I'm going to cop nothing but that happen from now on. That's no. how things work. Go fuck yourself, you asshole. Oh. Big fan. Um, <laughs> today on the program, first of all, making his first appearance on our show. You may have seen him on Can of Worms. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Michael Hing. Yeah. yeah. everybody. How you going there, buddy? Pretty great. Uh, I'm just in Melbourne for a week and I've been hanging out, been seeing a lot of you, you fellas. Mm. It's been fantastic. Yeah. That's it. That's all we've got. Well, thanks for dropping in. Sorry (laughs) you can't stay for longer. Uh, Also making a return to the program, you will have seen him recently on Dirty Laundry Live. He recently won the Best Newcomer Award at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Luke McGregor. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, we, you, I think you, the last time you came up on the show, we were in Sydney doing our live episode there. And yeah, because, yeah. Lou, uh, because Xavier Michaelides does such a great impression of you, <laughs> he was there and we yes. thought it would be funny to kind of build it up as if you were coming out and then have Xavier coming out. But as soon as we, as soon as we introduced it, as soon as we even said, he just recently won Best Newcomer at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. The front row's faces lit up. Like, people were, like, nudging their friends next to them and going, oh, my God, I thought he wasn't going to be here. One of this them was like, incredible. what a fucking arsehole. I'm like, I oh, know that's my fan, actually. So, <laughs> And then Xavier came out and just the look of disgust and disappointment. I think that was and... due to the ill-fitting T-shirt he was wearing at the time, though, I think, Xavier. Yeah, but it 
was uh, it was a real uh, insight into the uh, into the, the, the cult of the, the cult of yeah the cult of McGregor. Uh, well, that's uh, that's nice, I guess. Well, uh, sucked in Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can have a writer reply. You can do your impersonation of Xavier right oh, now. Oh yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That actually literally sounded like him. Yeah, no, yeah that was going. good. That was good. <laughs> that says to me that you've been practicing that by yourself in your bedroom. I do. Um... Oh, geez. Look at all the Xavier fans coming in now. Once they, they thought they heard him, now they're all trampling inside <laughs> the house. <laughs> Is that how fandom works? Just as soon as you hear the person's voice, you're just yeah. like drawn to it? It's like a whistle. On that, uh, on what you were talking about before about... Um... G'day, dickhead. I had a guy. I had. A, I did a gig once, and I just bought a new shirt, and I, it looked like a shirt. I thought it was really nice, but as soon as I bought it, I'm like, it looked. It looked like a shirt your mum would get you, right? That you have to wear because your mum got it for you. Yeah. It was, it, and I bought it, and I did a gig, and as soon as I got up on stage, some guy goes, "Nice shirt," and I go, "Thank you," and got him. And uh, yeah. You get you get better at that, you know. So you just, you just, and that's uh, that's when the they walked on stage with the best newcomer the award. King of Sting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he uh, and then I was in this. It just sort of stuck with me. And then in the supermarket, uh, like three days later, I was on doing roadshow, and I just went and a guy came up, walking past me, and goes. Uh, no shirt, sir. and I went. What was that, mate? Sir? Like, sort of, <laughs> not, 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 not too aggressive, but just kind of like, you know, like, a, like he was having a go. Yeah. And then he goes, "No shirt," and I'm like, "What's wrong?" And he goes, "I go, what's wrong with it?" And I was, I, I, I was a little bit aggressive because I was thinking it was this guy. I just yeah. seen another critic. I was having yeah, you've been self conscious about this shirt. Yeah. yeah. And, just, uh, and then the guy goes, "Nice show." I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> He goes, no, no, nice show. I saw it last night. Oh, thanks, buddy. All right, see <laughs> So maybe that's what you were being heckled with before. Yeah, maybe, Someone yeah. yelling out, nice it. show, yeah, mid punch song. Yeah. yeah, keep, well, keep doing, it. continue with this. I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. I don't want to see it end anytime soon, that's for sure. I'll check in with you in 15 minutes and let you know if I'm ready for it to wrap up. Is, are yeah. you wearing the shirt right now? No, I'm not. I'm right. not. It's, uh, it hasn't come out since. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, is that it? it's been locked away. But it, it, it did make me like reevaluate because I, 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 I used to, I tend to go. I tend to whenever someone used to yell at me, it was because up until I started doing comedy, it was usually because it was like an insult or something, like some sort of <laughs> negative thing. <laughs> so I always got my sort of backups ready to defend. Um, yeah. But now it's you know now people will come up to you and actually say you know I saw you gig or something, and so I'm trying to. It's slowly making me see the world as a better place. Or well, I I may have ruined this slightly by telling two of the people here before, but uh, something similar happened last night. I saw some friends that listened to the show and they hadn't listened for a while. And they listened to the episode a couple of weeks ago where I talked about uh, being on a talent show, uh, <laughs> which has tended to be a, a, a popular one. Hypothetically, that, you may hypothetically, have talked about yeah, that I on may the have podcast. Thought, someone talked about Let's it. Let's imagine someone. that someone yeah, bought yeah. that up. If someone did do that, um, <laughs> they <laughs> we're going to get back into that. Later. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, the, my, I, I met a friend last night that listens, and, and he sort of made it clear that he hadn't listened for a while, and he decided to listen to that one, and he was like, oh... And he couldn't have been more complimentary. He's like, oh, my God, it was so funny. It was – I I didn't take my headphones off. I was, like, laughing. And I, I was, like – I was taking my headphones off to, to make sure I wasn't laughing too loud. I took my headphones off. I was, like, laughing so loud the whole office could hear me. I was crying. It was so – I just couldn't believe how funny it was. It was so great. Then I listened to your next episode. That was fucking shit. That was <laughs> – 
I was like, what the fuck's wrong with this episode? I'm yeah. going to go back to listen to the other one. So that other one was good, but this one, fuck, it sent me to sleep. It was so bad. Just, well, the... yeah, just leave that bit out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just over the top. Like, he was yeah. so passionate about both of them. I'm like, yeah, all right, I, I, I get both of them. But... Do you have a guess at which one I want to hear more? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, a lady did the gig. I did a, I did a, I did a footy call gig. I didn't have a great one. And a, a lady came up afterwards and goes, uh, hey, I really like the start and the end, but the middle was shit. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you're going you, to work on... So you, I, I'd just lose the, all that stuff in the middle. That's great. So you, your gig's now just you going... Hey everyone, great to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having yeah. me. And you know what, like, you this guy's the best. You got to get an intermission in the middle of your five. That's what you got to get. <laughs> you should just drop the act. You yeah, know, yeah. Just, just have do, a bit where people do. can go and buy ice cream in the middle <laughs> or something. Uh, now, Hing, I saw you last night, and Luke as well. We were both uh, the three of us were at a party together. Oh. Now, I mentioned this the other week. I'm I'm in the middle of Dry July at the moment. I'm not drinking, and last night was the first night I had gone to. A, a party uh, while doing Dry July, and you, luckily, Michael, we got there at the same time, which um, was right at the start before anyone else. Because yeah, that's the coolest way, and it was <laughs> yeah. it was that really awful. Bit. That's when the Dry July people should be turning <laughs> up as well. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just the most. Aw- it's it's awful. Those the, the first hour of any party where you know there's four of you there. And it was kind of good because we all, the yeah. four of us there kind of know each other. But when it's, when four random people who kind of don't know each other, when they all turn that up at once the and there's oh. that awkward bit and, you know, the host is there going, God, I hope this isn't it. This is, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's a bit quiet. The, the conversation hasn't really kicked on I don't yet. think I told you this last night, but I wasn't invited to that party. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm in town for a week. I don't know a lot of people in Melbourne. Yeah. So a friend of mine who... Like, I know the person whose party it was, but yeah. they didn't know I was in town, so I wasn't invited. Yeah. And so I was just there at eight o'clock, like at the start of the party, <laughs> gate-crashing, like really early gate Just to stake If you walked claim. in with Tommy, that would have been good if you had just walked in and then just said... Oh, thanks for inviting me to your party. <laughs> Classic Chandler. And they would have <laughs> thought you were taking my invite. Yeah. No, well, that's that's because what happened was I turned up and I happened to just turn up at the exact same time so as you. So it looked like you were two... bringing just a bunch of randoms. Yeah, which I got really paranoid about. I was like, I don't want to look at, like, don't want it to look like I'm turning up with these guys. But I, I had an initial kind of inner turmoil because I, you know, I'm a big, quite a big social drinker. Mm. And I, Some would say problem social drinker. Exactly, yeah. Um, and so turning up, I was just kind of like, I don't know, if I'm not drinking, I, I don't know what I'm meant to do here. Like, yeah. I just spent half an hour going, what the fuck do you do with these things? Waiting, I just, <laughs> waiting for Hey Hey Saturday to start, because <laughs> you hadn't been sober since 1988. Go watch TV in the bedroom upstairs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I just sat, I just, I sat by the food table for like yeah. half an hour, yep. and then I started to feel sick, um, and then I drank a lot of diet coke, yeah, and then realised I'd drunk about a liter and a half, and was <laughs> literally shaking. Yeah, you kept coming up to me like wide and just like staring at my eyes. Yeah, just being like yeah, I've had a great night. I've had a great night. Because you said to me, are you, are you, are you on something in place of alcohol? I said, no, I've just had like a lot of sugar in the space <laughs> yeah. of half an hour. But then as it went on, and I got a bit more comfortable. I kind of thought, you know what? Maybe this is, you know, this is actually good. I'm actually quite comfortable with being at a party and not drinking. And maybe this is a good thing for me because I'm, I'm a bit uh, uh, guilty of, you know, being at things and getting a bit drunk and saying things and getting up in the morning and going, oh, what a dumb thing to say. Why did I say that? And as I was thinking that, and then the morning I remembered um, completely sober last night telling you a story which featured 
very, very prominent use of the phrase Jap's eye. A story that went for about 15 minutes and I thought, well, maybe this is just it for me. Like, it's, it's alcohol or no alcohol. It yeah, doesn't yeah. really make any difference. Yeah. You are who you are and yeah. you can't You've change. You've been blaming the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of like a nice little lesson for me to learn there. I don't know yeah. what I can take away from that. But, you, need, uh, you need to start doing dumb fuck August and just get rid of the, <laughs> the dumb fuck. But this is the sad thing. Like, I saw my friend the other day and he started to ask me what I was going to do on the weekend. He goes, oh, what are you doing over the over the way oh, no you're doing dry july so that's doing nothing <laughs> don't even need to bother asking you and i was like hey i oh no and then i this was two weekends ago where i literally didn't leave the house because i just didn't know what else to do yeah. if it's not to go and get alcohol yeah it's unless uh, I, all my interactions with people now are over either f- it, you have to be consuming something mm, like yeah it has mm. to be something Food or drink, but I don't think I've ever caught. I don't really catch up with anyone and not just hang out or something anymore. Yeah, yeah. Just, just do a podcast. Like you're drunk now at the podcast, <laughs> exactly. so yeah. Drunk and <laughs> drinking a latte and a beer. Potentially <laughs> <laughs> still drunk from last night, McGregor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is this something maybe I should do? Like I'm not doing Dry July, but I, the, the amount of McDonald's I've had since I've come back from Thailand. Mm. Is there some form of McDonald's month that I can participate in? Mm. Donald it's called. Miseries. It's a thing that people do called not dying before you're 40 years right, old. That okay. maybe you can get involved <laughs> right. in. Why you why can raise I'll, some money for charity. I'll just check my calendar to find that month. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you eat so much until you feel sick and you can't eat anymore or ever? Why don't you try? I, I tend to do that every day, and then I just repeat the next day. <laughs> you won't find the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's man. but it's a, it's like with Dry July. Like for just to put it straight, I'm I'm. Not drinking for a month, but I'm not doing the, you know, people like raise money and stuff. Like, I'm not doing that part of it. It just seems like everything that people do, someone comes up with a name for something and then it's a thing that people just do for a little bit. And then all of a sudden it has a charity aspect chained to it where if you're not doing that, you're a prick. Like with Movember, people just used to grow moustaches for the hell of it. And now, like, if you have a moustache, people go, are you raising money? And you go, no. They're like, you fucking piece of shit. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you waste a moustache like that? You're like, thanks for listening to my podcast. It's uh, it's a very nice compliment you just gave me there, one of my catchphrases. But uh, but yeah, I feel like last night was a big uh, a big hurdle for. And you 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 were kind of like my you were sort of like my AA kind of sober Your companion sponsor, because you've yeah because you don't really don't, drink. Yeah, I don't really drink, and uh, I, I found myself. You, you and I would kind of meet up every half an hour during the party and <laughs> yeah. report back to each other. You'd give me day. a half hour chip. <laughs> <laughs> Which was an actual chip since it was a party. Yeah. 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 There was some dips, some yeah. dips as well. Um, yeah, no, it was, I, I had a great time. I, I, I feel like we really brushed over how drunk McGregor was last night, though. Uh, you were pretty, yeah, when you turned up, you were pretty, yeah, the you were pretty was, drunk. I hadn't, I hadn't drunk in a long time. So I had a throat infection for a couple of weeks, and uh, so I... Um, that was the first time I'd been back on alcohol for a while. It was, uh, I felt very bad this morning. Um, <laughs> but uh, did lose my glasses, so not all, uh, not, not a waste. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually lose them? Because someone told me who you'd come from a gig with that you were in a cab they, with them yeah, I, and you thought you'd lost them for 15 minutes. You were freaking out when they were actually just sitting on your face the whole time. <laughs> they were, they were on the, uh, I, for, for some reason I'd taken, when I was in a cab... I thought it would be a good idea because I wasn't sitting very comfortable to take everything out of my pocket <laughs> and put it on the seat. <laughs> and uh, and I, the glasses, I, I'm, I reckon the glasses got stuck. I, I, I looked in the house, I couldn't find them. I reckon they're in the cab. I reckon the cabbie's wandering. 
Wearing them. Wearing them, picking up heaps of chicks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Seeing, seeing shit like nobody's yes. business. Seeing finding jokes. locations so much earlier. Seeing yeah. jokes yeah. everywhere. Chucked his GPS yeah. out the window. Seeing, seeing jokes everywhere. <laughs> you've, got, you've got special Terminator-style glasses that, like, in your vision you see a bike and it's like, bikes, what's what's up with them? Girls ride them sometimes. How bad are your eyes, Luke? Are they, are they pretty bad? Oh, they're pretty bad. I can't... Uh, like, everyone's got that uh, Young and the Restless. Like, the, I remember I got contacts once. Hey, let's go back to Young and the Restless. <laughs> what, what are you talking okay, about? Like, you know, young and the Restless Do you keep glow? seeing sands go through hourglasses everywhere you <laughs> yeah. look? Um, you know when everyone's got that, like, that glow on the TV? On those soaps? they got that yeah, sort of glow. Everyone, yeah. yeah, yeah like I have a soft focus. Yeah, I have that camera, yeah. I actually put... I remember when I first got contacts for the first time and I put them in, I'm like... Wow, you're pretty ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you saying that to? Oh, right. (laughs) You're just getting a tub of Vaseline and just smearing it over your eyeballs. I thought you meant you were in the doctor's office. You got... They put content tax in for you, and then you immediately sledge them. If you would, if, yeah, if you would come around that day, I, I thought you were a hot doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I put uh, I put poor porn on all the mirrors uh, and just cried. It, it was um, it was confronting because I'd never actually seen my face in full focus before. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. No one told me that's what it would be like. <laughs> oh man! So the glasses are gone. They're gone. I'll have to buy a new pair. Uh, so I'll go to pair tomorrow. <laughs> little, uh, little inside and uh, the... <laughs> you guys are free. You should come round. Yeah. You know, you know, um, uh, going back to McDonald's, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have we, been... We should, are we going there after this? Um, we can, no, we can, I, we food, I've we? been there already today. Oh, uh, God. Really? Oh. Yeah. Why do you... I'm fit? just like... What is it about it that you... Do you... Is it the convenience yes. or do you just love it? Because there's other things that are as convenient. Is there one like, right next to your house or something? There's this one near. There's a couple near, near my house. They've moved there since I found out I, I lived there. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry? Are you having it once a day? Uh, gee, what is this? No, you know what? No, I haven't this week, but I've, I've had it. I've probably had it three times this week. So. And do you like, do you really much. like it that much? Because every time I go there with you, you seem to have to go through this process with your burger where you have to pick out the pickles yes. and then you have to use the, the thing that it's been wrapped in yep. to wipe the tomato sauce yes. off it. It just seems like you can go somewhere else and just get something that just has ingredients in it that you like. Yes. That you don't need to then do this to. It just seems like I it's fully agree, a sheer it's, inconvenience I fully for agree. you. It's like an al- alcoholic, though, saying, yeah, look, I, I literally don't need that booze. Like, I shouldn't have it. I shouldn't have it. So, are you, wait, are you claiming some sort of chemical addiction to McDonald's? Maybe. Mm. That's, that's, that's real. Isn't people get addicted to junk food? I, yeah. I, yeah. I find it really hard to give up... Um, Chips, like just uh, packets of thins and really? stuff. I, really? I, buy, I, buy, I buy them and then I, I, I just yeah, I just I, I just eat so much chips. I got to stop for it. I've gone in pretty <laughs> deep the on the shame eating podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone in pretty deep on coffee. I used to not drink it, and then yeah. I wanted to stop drinking Coke, so I started drinking coffee. And now my average would be three or four a day. Really? That's not good. No, that's I find that funny when I I, I I I've never drunk coffee. Yeah. And I find it's always an interesting reaction when someone finds that out because mm. they just have that real like it's like you know someone saying to me, "Well, why are you eating McDonald's all that time?" But someone goes, "How can you have not ever drunk coffee? Like, what's yeah. wrong with you?" I was you? like, like that no, for the question's a long the other time, way yeah. around. Like, you should. There's something wrong with you if you drink it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because I, with me, the big thing that got me off it was I 
a lot like when I moved to the this side of town, a lot of cafes around here because they're trying to be really trendy and environmental or whatever. They just don't have Coke products at all. So oh. if I go and meet up with people, it's like, well, if I want to drink anything, I'd right. better just start drinking coffee. Yeah. You, so um, there you go. Feel noticeably healthier when you stopped Coke. Oh, big time. Yeah. 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 I actually had like because I would again I would have maybe like like three cancel bottles of coca day. Really? I would drink a lot. I would get up when we worked together on TV's The White Room. Yeah. You, Carl, you loosely, were fast, you were fa- <laughs> you were fascinated by where I'd start my morning oh, off with a too. with a nice old cold can of coke <laughs> yeah. at, uh, oh, at 10, 10 in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so Tommy was last night's liter and a half of diet coke. Reminded me of the good old times. <laughs> Took me yeah. back. Yeah. Coincidentally, last night the white room wasn't on TV either, so that really did bring you back. <laughs> Coincidentally, the, I haven't slept. What was, uh, the, last what was the concept of that show? Was it a game show? There's a room. Yeah. And it's painted white. Yeah. <laughs> the initial concept was to get audience members, but they ditched that very early <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was saying this to someone the other day because we do talk about the white room on this podcast a lot. I think it's I think it's a I like bit. to think it's achieved a certain level of infamy based just on the mentions that it receives on this show. Yep. Um I really want to set up maybe as some kind of dum dum club event a white room reunion show because I think based just on based just on who was on that show I reckon if you put together a gig with all those people on it you would sell that gig out yeah. but 95% of the people there would have no idea yeah. what this was a reunion gig for yeah. which I, I really like the idea of that happening yeah yeah, for sure. You could actually, because it was all using found footage from TV, you could just use clips from the old white room on <laughs> yeah. on this show, on the reunion yeah. show. Um, so I, uh, two things about McDonald's. I there's <laughs> there's there's going to be more than two. We all we all know there'll be more than two. Two things are I love it and I can't do without it. Anyway, so <laughs> moving <talking>. on. <laughs> no, this is what I saw this week on on one of my sojourns to McDonald's. Um, Someone in front of me um, walked in and just bought three bottles of water. At From Macca's. At McDonald's. That's weird. Someone lined cheap, up. Is it a cheaper bottle of water at McDonald's? I don't know. But I was like, wow, you are really using McDonald's wrong or right. I can't quite <laughs> maybe, decide. Maybe he's like you and goes, you know what? I'm just going to get three bottles of water and yeah. uh, not buy junk food. Yeah, yeah. So it's his way of... I just need to be there. I just but need to, to come in yeah, and Yeah, because it's it. such a pleasant atmosphere at McDonald's. That's why people <laughs> want to be there. Yeah. yeah. What, oh. uh, what McDonald's is this? Is this like... Is this the one on Glenfrey Road? Like, are nope. there other immediately available yes. shops? Yes, there's another okay. one I go to. There's, so, there's another McDonald's I go well, to, which is in... <laughs> in Bridge Road. Sometimes, if I want to, like, if I, if I actually want to feel a little bit good about going to McDonald's, I'll go to the Bridge Road one because I'll walk there. Yeah, and it's quite a walk, so. and it's a bit of a fancy. It's got that nice little outdoor area, yes. so it feels like a kind of Parisian. I can sit. There, I can read the newspaper. So what, I can. What was smeared in pickles and sauce? Yeah. What, what was your second thing at McDonald's? And does it top the three bottle story? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you don't lead with your best story, you know. <laughs> No, um, I uh, oh, coincidentally, and also I uh, coincidentally, and also yes, <laughs> that's a good uh, No, but just very quickly, I did put this up on Twitter this week. But I I went to to Nando's and I went to buy chocolate mousse, which I mentioned in previous episodes. And someone Classic it was like a, it was like a cartoon. Someone walked in front of me, just got in front of me in line, bought all the mousses that were left in the shop. Uh-huh. Three three bought three for himself, and then just walked out. And I went, "Can I have a mousse?" And they're like, "We just 
sold them all to that man <laughs> and pointed so, at the guy walking out. Did you did you run after him and try and buy one off him? Oh, like a scalper? No, I was mad, but then I was like, well, follow that car. You know, yeah. you know, I was like, man, I, I wish I'd thought of that idea, buying three mooses in in a row, like at one time. <laughs> like that's a great idea. I shouldn't knock him. You know? My mate used to buy Hungry Jack's burgers, the Junior Burger, whatever they're called, and he used to. Freeze them. He used to put them in the freezer. What? It was uh, so he'd, he'd he'd have these. He'd have he'd buy like ten, and he'd put some in the fridge, and he put the others the rest in the freezer, and then he microwave when he wanted them. It was the worst. Is this <laughs> is this for is this for those inconvenient times when you really want fast food but you don't yeah, have any he, access to it? Yeah. <laughs> those times like never. Yeah, and he's, he he was he'd never eat veggies, and he's he's still alive. Like he's got a couple. Of, wow. He's pretty. He's a healthy guy. He's was your friend under house arrest? Is that why? Yeah. He just he just loved uh, just loved burgers, and he just like he loves junk food, and that's all he eats. But he's not. That unhealthy. He 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 does a lot of. He does just enough fitness to sort of cancel out if that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he yeah he used to I've just he just left him and he goes you want a burger and I'm like yeah, sure and uh, thinking he had but he, and he I get this microwave hungry. <laughs> that's crazy because it's not good food I, I and like I the only good point is when it's like quite fresh. Mm. So by taking the freshness away, there is absolutely no redeeming. I'm almost yeah. I'm almost yeah. I'm almost tempted to do it just to see. What it tastes like. I'm surprised like. you didn't get uh, salmonella or food poisoning. Or something. Yeah, my friend, another friend, uh, he, um, he in high school he used to bring a whole chicken for lunch, but it was a <laughs> whole chicken, and he used to put it in the microwave, the school microwave, but not on a plate or anything. He would just put it in the microwave, like a like a not an exposed chicken, not, not one wrapped or anything. He just put it in the microwave. And then just take it out of the microwave and eat it. Oh, and it, God. Everyone used to hate it because it just had, you had all this splattered chicken all over it. <laughs> it was, it was, it was gross. A, was this like a rotisserie chicken or was it like a raw chicken yeah. that you just put in the microwave? It was, uh, Takes the whole lunchtime to yeah. cook. It yeah. was, I think it was like he, they used to, um, he used to boil them or whatever because it was the most healthy option or something, he said. <laughs> That's the most healthy way of eating a full whole chicken. <laughs> <laughs> just whack it in the microwave. You never got food poisoning. I'm like, because I'm a bit of a germaphobe, so I wash my hands before eating. But to actually just watch him pick it up out of his out of this plastic bag and put it in the microwave, just slap it on, <laughs> take it out. It was I'm just fascinated by the fact that you had a school microwave. Yeah, yeah we had we had one in the one in the school. Did you yeah. Know? Uh, Harvard. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why everyone's trying to get into Harvard because yeah, if it's yeah. microwave, <laughs> microwave, <laughs> you got to um, study. You got to get good grades yeah, to like, use hey, that. They, you know, they didn't tell. They didn't answer anything. It was just one. All of a sudden, this microwave appeared in the uh, in the rec room, and it's just like, what do you do? Because so of course we started microwaving everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just, I, I know what they were thinking. It didn't last. For, it lasted about last about two weeks. Um, so <laughs> between raw chicken and whatever we could make it to spark, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. still ten chickens. What was he doing after the microwave? Like, how is he eating his chicken after that? He'd uh, he'd just sort of put it. Um, he'd get a carb- he had a cardboard plate, which he decides to get out after, because <laughs> he could put on the cardboard plate and then microwave it. I'm sure if someone told him that at some point, he goes, oh, "Yeah." Uh-huh. <laughs> But and then he just ate the chicken with his hands. He just he just sit there eating his whole chicken. Right. Um, did you have uh, Did you have a tuck shop at yeah. your school? Was it a I used to, uh, a good a good tuck shop? Yeah, like and the, I, I used to. The lady used to hate me because I always liked to pick which muffin I wanted. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm buying, I don't want to pick which one. Yeah. Oh she's man, like, I was the same. Like, yeah, she's like, they're all the same. I'm like, yeah. 
No, they're not. That one's bigger. Yeah. I want that one. She goes, well, I'm just going to grab the one that's closest to me. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't want to buy it. She's like, yeah. well, you, you, you have that's to That's great. I've always wanted to do that. And I, I hate that. I'm like, no, no, I want, I want that muffin. Yeah. Uh, we, had, we had these, um, uh, this like brand of uh, like little pizzas in packets. And some of them would be like they do a ham and cheese one. And some of them were awesome. And they'd have ham and cheese like right to the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then those ones would be kind of maybe about... 15% of the batch and the rest would just be shit house. Like the cheese would just end halfway and it was the same thing. It was a constant battle. Like yeah. you'd get some tuck shop ladies that got it and would kind of go along with your thing and go, yeah. oh, okay, this big cheesy one here and then yeah. other ones would just hand you the shit one and you go, no, I'm not. You, that's not worthy but of my 220, please. But that's a good point. Like you're paying for it. You should be. I always. It's always that thing. You're in the the hands of the gods. Like yeah. when I'm buying bacon at the deli, it's like, oh gee, if only she had a pick. You are never, a good one. You're never at a deli. I oh, deli coals. Yeah. <laughs> Is there another sort? When you ask the lady at McDonald's to put bacon on your burger, <laughs> I want that Coke. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Run the jet out for a little bit and yeah. then put my cup yes. under there. Yeah. yeah, put that lid on it. Not that lid. That's too big. That's a lar- extra large. I'm getting going a large. There going. Uh, so who's who's working in the kitchen today? Yeah. Stu? <laughs> Got any specials on today? Yeah. What are the uh, what are the fries like what's today? When Sam start? Is he on the? Uh, <laughs> so what's well, this? Uh, oh, so yeah. So last night I went to McDonald's <laughs> and. Um, <Bloody> hell. <laughs> And uh, there was uh, someone in front of me in line. It was like a dad, and he brought like three kids. He had three kids, and they were all aged like from two to four. And he was like a you know forty five year old guy or something. And the like the four year old pointed at the the special that's on at McDonald's at the moment, the wedges, and mm-hmm. went, "Daddy, uh, can I can I get can I get wedges?" And the dad goes, "Right, well that's interesting. See, I've got a view about this. Right, hear me out." <laughs> <laughs> this is what he's saying to a four-year-old. Hear me out. Yeah, yeah. Hear I've, me out. Yeah. He goes, listen, I got a view. I got a view about this. Hear me out. Wedges aren't as good as chips. So there you go. And then, that That's was it. To his kid. He said this to his kid. Yeah, he said this to his kid, to his four-year-old kid. And he goes, they're not as good as chips. So there you go. And then the kid goes, can I get the wedges? <laughs> <laughs> Did I, and he goes, did you hear me out? yes. <laughs> and then they got it. Oh, this is the worst dad of all time. Yeah. That's yeah. a horrible dad. Indicative of a man who's just kind of ignored a lot throughout the rest of his life. But who's, to... who oh. says I have a view to his four-year-old? <laughs> who says hear me out to a four-year-old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now hear me out this you, time. Yeah, yeah. You hey, don't, let, me, let me finish. Yeah, let don't keep... Finish. Don't keep shutting me down like you did when you were three, all right? <laughs> well, clearly the four-year-old's in control, right? Because the four-year-old gets the wedges. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's not like like he's justified in pleading with the four-year-old, like trying to trying to switch his mind on Well, almost like you don't need to prefix it with, I have a view about this. It's just You just say, hey, wedges under two chips. This is a sad old man who's had a kid. His life has just shut down. <laughs> he doesn't see any of his friends anymore. He gets no social time. I felt There's like no avenue a... for him to put his views out there. I felt like it was... There was some sort of time warp where I was seeing into my future, and that was that was me with three children explaining and just showing them what the rest of life is going to be like, explaining to them the, men- the menu at McDonald's. I, I'm fascinated by Macca's all of a sudden having wedges and going, 
fucking look at us, guys. We've yeah. done it. Hey, good on us. We've finally gotten wedges. Yeah. It's a thing that has existed at every pub and cafe for <laughs> at over the worst 20 pubs years. And at the worst pubs and cafes, yeah. It's such a weird thing for them to all of a sudden get on. And they they're, should, they're so proud of themselves for having should, wedges. They should introduce as a new product flat Coke, just like <laughs> worse products than they already have. <laughs> I've got a view about flat coat. Yeah. I love, I love that because that would have employed an advertising agency. The advertising agency would have employed a bunch of people to film stuff. Yeah, just yeah, like, guys. Yeah, I like that they would have. They got a photographer, a professional photographer, in to try and make wedges not look like shit. <laughs> yeah, which exactly. You're going to need Annie Leibovitz or something in there to, to make that happen. Yeah. See, I'm more of a. I I haven't had the Macca's wedges yet, but I'm in general. I'm more of a fan of your wedge right. than your, your thin style of fry. I like it. Be I like something thick. I like a big. I haven't had like just a dollar's worth of chips for ages. So you know when you get a flake of chips and you get it in a big bag. And yeah. Altogether? Yeah. Minimum oh, chips. God, I love that. Yeah, oh, that is good. Anyone sell that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Does I love that at the fish and chips. Chip. Chip? I love that at the fish and chip place. How there's not the different sized cups or packets to put your chips in. It's just here's what you've got on a bit of paper, and then we'll just dump chips on it until yeah. the bag doesn't close up, yeah. and that's yeah. how much you're getting. That is a great. We need that in more avenues of food. I reckon. So Minimum fried noodles. You know, <laughs> we need a bit of that. Yeah. Um, now, Luke, you've since I think since we've we haven't had you in for a studio app, let's call it that, a studio episode in, in quite a while. We've no. had you on live ones or whatever. So you've sort of uh, got a lot of work on. Like all of a sudden, you know, obviously a lot of studio TV execs have been listening to Little Dum Dum Club and <laughs> have discovered HBO. you and just been editing out any time when me or Tommy talk. Yeah, and just discovered you blacklisted <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, so you've been doing heaps of stuff lately. So, like Tommy said, you've been on uh, Dirty Laundry Live. Uh, I watched an episode accidentally of uh, the Time of Our Lives on ABC oh, yeah, the other day, yeah, yeah. which you made an appearance in. Played a comedian who got bumped. <laughs> yeah. Well, the episode I watched, I was sort of like a bit. Uh, there was a scene where people were putting up posters. And uh, I sort of tuned <laughs> oh, yeah. in within a couple of minutes, and it's like Stephen Curry and uh, uh, what's his name, Kenny? That's from, right. They just uh, oh, Shane, Shane, Shane Jacobson. Shane Jacobson. We're, we're walking around and sticking up posters of your face, <laughs> yeah, that's right. saying, you know, come here Wednesday, eight o'clock, whatever. And they're doing, and me and my girlfriend watching it and laughing and going, oh, that's funny. They're they're putting up McGregor, but then it cut to the actual gig, and the dialogue was something like, like you coming up and going, oh, so can I get on tonight or whatever? I'm like, <laughs> you've already been advertised, McGregor. <laughs> Like, how's that work? You're, no, sorry, mate, we're full. Uh, we're full at this gig with your face 60 foot tall on the front of it. Yeah, sorry, you know when mate. Husey rocks up at the comedy festival and goes, is it cool if I just do 20 nights of an yeah. hour in this 1,500 yeah, no, When Husey rocks up to McGregor's solo show and goes, can I just do 55? And uh... yeah, There was a scene before that um, to make that would, have, that would have made that all make sense. Um, right. I'm glad I didn't do that because it wouldn't have been funny. Yes. So I just like that you no, said the thing that I just said then. <laughs> Factual. I just like that you said you accidentally watched it. What did you trip and fall on the remote, or yes. how do you accidentally watch a show? Well, I, your I girlfriend made you watch it. Is what you're trying to say? You're embarrassed that you sat around watching a drama. No, no. I think I more watched it because we were just flicking around. I don't usually watch a lot of TV at night. I think that's the accident. Right. So uh, we're flicking around, and then McGregor crying? turns up. I just love. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd watch the rest of it. Now the thing that intrigued me about it is um uh because the the main character is uh like a stand up and he runs his own room and stuff like that. 
to uh, to be completely honest, when this show started, the, the the makers of the show got me in to talk to them quite a few times about what it's like to be a comic and run your own room, and they sort of got me to to give a lot of advice about how realistic this would, thing would be. What if what if this happened? What would you react like? Or how does this work with the running of a room or whatever? So I gave them a lot of info, and then I'm watching it and seeing people like using the advice that I'd given and going, oh, this is this is kind of funny. And then at the end, I'd been credited as like a consultant. And I was like, oh, that's, right. very, that's pretty funny. But then my mum rang me straight afterwards to go, oh, did you, I don't suppose you were watching the show, but you were just used as a, your name was used as a consultant on the end of this show. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That's, that's such a weird coincidence that I, because I don't usually watch your show, and that you saw this show as well. And I said, why were you watching this show? And she goes, oh, because your brother's going to be on it. <laughs> yeah? Really? I'm like, what? Because with this show, they'd got me in to be a consultant and just for like, you know, a couple of hours one day. And I said, hey, if you ever need someone to, you know, audition to be in the show, you know, to, or to write for it or whatever, you know, I'm very keen to put my hand up. I'm, basically, your lead character is based on me. And what he'd be saying is say, stuff that I've just told you. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, if you need someone to be in, yeah, no worries, no worries. Anyway, apparently my brother is getting more hours on TV <laughs> He might I be am. on it though. He might have been a consultant. He might have been consulting them about how much of a prick you are yeah, yeah. when they have to deal with How you. much to listen to Consultancy me. Consultancy yeah. consultant yeah, is yeah. what his title was. Yeah. Is he an actor? Is he, is no. He, no. I, I've got awesome. no idea what's going on. Like, wow. I, I, he couldn't be. Maybe he's like an extra or something, but I don't know. I didn't really Because he was sizzling up that he'd auditioned for the mole. Yes. And that hasn't happened. Yeah, so there's, there's all this sort of stuff where, well, not yet anyway. Well, yeah, so he might be appearing. I'm going to have to start watching it every week. Well, maybe you've already worked with him. Uh, yeah, and we're doing a spin-off series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the time of our lives. Time of our lives. <laughs> Two best friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, yeah. at least, you know, you won't have to just, you know... How did you get that is a good thing to <laughs> bring up around the Christmas dinner table. Yeah, that'll, yeah. That'll get through some awkward silences at least. Yeah. I'm not sure if in my consultancy maybe I mentioned how good my brother was at acting or something. Maybe that was that came through somehow. Does he have a very similar name to you? He's got a similar last name. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's interesting. It's, what it's, kind of question is that? Because, like, if, if your name's, like... Carl, well, is, it, if it is, it is. hypothetically, yeah. and uh, and his name was like Cart Belvedere, for example. It, it is actually quite similar, to be yeah. honest. It yeah. is similar. Yeah, uh, I hope I, it's my hope that uh, eventually all of your family except you go is on Tom of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just everyone ex- just except for me is on TV. Yeah. Just. <laughs> if I ever get a show up, I'm going to put everyone all of your family except you <laughs> and cast you as me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> 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 Who could play Carl Well, I'll do it. I'll do it. It's probably easiest. Or um, oh no, I'll have you. As, I'll write you in the show, but I'll just play you with a wig or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked a little bit last week about our recent uh, holidays to Thailand. Now, uh, you guys, all three of you guys, when you go away, you uh, you you a reader? You take you take books with you? You have a bit of a yeah. I've recently invested literature? in a Kindle, and mm-hmm. it's been it's it's been fantastic. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I, I read a lot. Yep. Uh, a lot of product placement in this podcast, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so take your Kindle down to yeah. Macca's and have yeah. a good old time. Good Flick old on the telly in there and watch the time of our lives. <laughs> and then drink a six-pack, you fuckhead. What should your, dogs, um, your dog's hitting me here. He's, yeah, he's, I don't know what's going on. This is kind of what we in this house refer to as the witching hour. He kind of goes a little bit crazy around this time. But he's okay. He's just happy to have friends around. Shout out to the all the dog lovers out there listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, you channel when you went to Thailand. Did you take did you take I, books with you? Did you have I a bit did. of a read? Yeah? I read. I read three books. I read mm-hmm. like pro, product placement right now. I read the uh, Keith Richards autobiography. Yep. Yep. I read Chris Farley's biography. Oh yeah. I read Sarah Silverman's autobiography. Yep. A lot yep. of biogs. Yep. Yep. Just on your Amazon wish list, if people want to uh, yeah. <laughs> give you anything, so how much they care. I don't. Well, I don't want them. I've already read them. Yeah, uh, but that's you've just got. But bi- your biographies are just the only thing. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I, biographies and yeah. also rock stars. Yeah. yeah, If someone else wants to put those on their wish list, I can give them to you because uh, yeah. I've read them now. So, awesome, yeah. great. Well, because we, so yeah, I had a similar thing. I read, I reread the War for Late Night by Bill Carter about yeah. the uh, Conan that's O'Brien, such, Jay Leno, awesome. great Fantastic. book. I also read uh, the brief. And Wondrous Life of Oscar Well by Juno Diaz, another great book, great little story. My girlfriend took over uh, a book called My Stolen Life by J.C. Dugard, who <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with what that is, but that's a yeah. memoir by a young girl who was abducted when she was about six, kept in a man's secret backyard, repeatedly raped, and uh, gave birth to a bunch of his children and was oh, in there for about 15 years. That's so. That's a that's, nice little poolside read, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's just her on the beach just reading about the brutal rape of a child. <laughs> um, <laughs> very questionable <laughs> choice for holiday. Reading, I thought so. Uh, 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 to, to be yeah. fair, is that a is that required reading in <laughs> Thailand schools or? <laughs> just next time I go on holiday, I'm going to be kicking back on the beach with a copy of Mind Cup. Just really, <laughs> I, 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 loose. I remember we talked about this. I think on the first podcast I did with you guys. But did did, did you end up ever, ever getting a horror book? I remember we were talking about a horror book. In the fr- I think number. A horror comic. Uh, it was a, a horror comic. I bought that. Yeah. Did you end up? Uh, did you? And I was telling you how. I, I can't remember what I was talking about now, but uh, did well, you, let's have, all listen to it right now. Have you read Have you read a scary book before? No, you know what? I was actually thinking today. I was watching something on TV where someone was reading a Stephen King book, and I've yeah. always wanted to get into Stephen King. Um, it's, it's a great place to start. Stephen King. Yeah, it's such a scary. I couldn't. I, I was actually. I, I was. I was like twenty. Can't remember how old I was, but it was. Uh, but I would read. I couldn't read it at night by myself. I had to read yeah. it in the day. Because I, I used to read. read it. I usually read it with someone else. <laughs> Did you have to get your mum to read it to you? Or? Yeah, I had to. I had flu. Over. Mum, I'm flying. I just want to sit by the bed. <laughs> I uh, I used to read like Goosebumps books and stuff when I was a kid, and then I remember like. When you get a bit old and you realise this isn't really scary, this is just sort of comical, and then you start looking in the not just the kids, the young adult section of the yeah, bookstore, yeah. the actual adult bit, and you're reading yeah. it, and you're like, oh, pff, oh man, I'm so grown up now. But then I used to get a bit scared. I remember pretty... reading a bit of teenage books where people were going through changes and going, oh no, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. Um, just on like that was Stephen King books as well, which is weird. So <laughs> those Pennywise going through changes, the puberty. Christine went through puberty as just well. You, so just you saying that now, sitting there with that big beard, going, I'm in the bookshop the other day reading a teen book about yeah. them going through changes, and yeah. I was like, oh. Uh, just on sort of inappropriate books, uh, every year for Christmas, I, I, I kind of buy my mum like a like a novel or a book for her to read, you know. And yep. I've been putting consistently less and less effort into these <laughs> since about 15, right? Love since you, I, mum. Yeah, yeah, love you, mum. Yeah. Uh, and so a couple of years ago when those like 
uh, Stig Larsson, those like girl with the dragon tattoo books came out, I was like, oh, they seem like they're popular. I'll get one of them for mum. Can I just very quickly say, mm. anytime, anytime someone brings up Stig Larsson, my instant thing is I think it's the guy from Top Gear. I, can't, <laughs> I cannot get yeah. that out of my head. Because yeah. I was thinking, how funny is this story going to be? He's buying fucking yeah. Top Gear books for his mum. Yeah. This is awesome. This is his, his well-renowned book about this guy that raped all the cars that he drove. <laughs> The cars have these yeah. uh, crazy well, revenge wearing, fantasies. That's why no one ever caught him because he's always wearing that big helmet. Yeah, that, <laughs> that famous book, The Girl with the Car in a Rape ju- Dungeon. Oh. <laughs> 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 that was just that was just the train was going along the tracks and there's like there's nothing coming up quick. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just kind of saw these like a bunch of them on the bestseller lists. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to the bookshop and there's just that wall of bestseller books. So I picked up like three of them, I think, for my mum was like, oh, she'll like these, not realizing what they're about, the subject matter. They kind of wrapped them up. Merry Christmas, mum. And then like about two months later, I get a phone call from my mum just being like, oh. I finally um finally finished those books you gave me, Michael. They were they were pretty upsetting. And uh, uh just uh did you did Oh thanks for the present. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's I amazing. I haven't decided who yet or which friend, but I think it's gonna would be funny to buy the same gift every year for just one of your friends and you every every birthday you give them the same gift and like yeah. the exact and it's, same. Yeah, and it's always a copy of the Lion King three. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we used to have at a, at a workplace that I was at. Um, they used to have like a, a Chris Kringle uh, and a, a, a deal where um, you. How is it a Chris Kringle? Where this is this was the setup. Um, everyone bought a present and then put it on a table, and then everyone would get a number, and then you'd be called up one by one and whatever. And number one, you'd come up and you'd get to to pick a present or whatever, and then you'd unwrap it, and it was like uh, you know a, a, a DVD of um, Lion King three, yeah. and you go oh, okay. And then number two would come up, and if they got a worse present than that, you had the ability to swap it with ah. someone that had been before you. I don't know if you call that Chris. It's yeah, kind of a sure. version of Chris Kringle. Yeah. It was quite good. It was Chris good. Kringle is more like you get a name at random, oh, and you're yeah. picking you for that for person, them. but then they yeah. don't know yeah. what so you... Well, your, I'm not sure if your, there's a name for that. In your scenario, if you got number 15, yes. or the last number, you can pick any present you want. Yes. That's awesome. But if you get 99, yep. you know, if you get number one and you get a car... Yep. You're not hanging on to that no. car. No. <laughs> unless you like immediately go and take a shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one else is going to want it. Yeah. yeah. Unless you rape it like the stig always yeah, used yeah, to yeah. in those But books. that was literally, that would be like someone would be to number 14 and they'd be yeah. a six, they'd get a six pack and that was extreme. Like people are just going, well, forget that one. Yep. Like whoever's got 99, <laughs> they are getting that. So, so, so they, they would get the a... six pack at number 16 and then just go, well, I'm just going to drink one of them because it's not going to be <laughs> here for very long. Yeah. Value. Yeah. Can yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever told this on the show, but quickly, Luke, you and I were at a Christmas party once at a friend of the show Kate McLennan's house where they did Kris Kringle and uh, they were all going around and it was mostly people had gone out of it because it was like a five or ten dollar limit just people just trying to get the shittest gifts that they could and uh, my girlfriend was there and she opened a gift that had come from Ann Edmonds that was a really nice like a thing of tea and some bath salts and Michael, and the, the whole night has been, ah, a fucking robot, you know, a mechanical chicken, ah, oh, a good one, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. my girlfriend opens this really nice package and goes, oh, this is great, this is really, oh, I love, I, you know, I really like this flavour of tea and these bath salts, this would be really nice. Thanks, Anne, thanks so much. And Anne just goes, 
Oh, I'm bad at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> just fit, just me, just thinking it had to be just yeah. well, this good. This bastardized version of Chris Kringle. So what would happen every year was um, one guy once got like a ended up with like a ship, and they just put it in their office. This 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 big model of a ship. Yeah, and then everyone just went, Ah, oh, you got a ship. And then the next year, someone just on purpose bought a ship <laughs> to make sure he got it. When I was work, when I left that workplace, he had eight ships. <laughs> those deli- so good. Those deliberately rigged it every year, and and the funny thing is because it's like obviously a joke on him, and he just ends up with all these ships, and like how can you be happy with that? But he, someone also gave him a, a, a sea captain hat once. <laughs> I was going to say someone should have done out. that. Yeah. It's a nautical theme yeah. presence all around. And I stole the hat, and then as weeks went on, he was like, "Oh." Who pinched my fucking hand? <laughs> I'm like, did oh, you know a you... gig in that hat once? Yes, you had your yes. profile picture was yes. you on stage I wearing took a it. sailor's hat. Yes, I took it. And then he he got upset about that someone had taken it. I'm like, I didn't know this was something you liked. I thought this is a joke. <laughs> this is you just get filled with rubbish. Your desk is full of shit that you don't like. That's the joke. I can take this, can't I? And so I, I never owned up. So I'm sorry, Carl. Uh, you never you never right pinch now. a man's oh. sailor's hat. That's yeah. that's office etiquette number one. Guy, did you see that article about the? Teacher who wore the same outfit every school photo for like forty years or something. It's really funny. He's got this. Uh, he's, he was had this, like this beige seventies jumper, but then he's all oh, the yearbook photos. He's wearing the exact same thing. Great, That's awesome. I love it. That's so good. It's, uh, it's better as a as a verbal. Needs <laughs> 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 to see the photos. Yeah. Kind of needs the pictures. Yeah. Uh, on the on, on the kind of uh, presence in Chris Kringle's thing, we do like an annual Chris Kringle in my sort of friendship circle up in Sydney, and we've got this one guy who throughout the year will just kind of collect... You know how just sometimes at the end of the year... But at the end of the year, it gets to the end of the year, and you're like, oh, I borrowed a DVD off Carl, and I got a, like a CD off Tommy, and I haven't given them back yet, right? Yep. So he'll just wrap all them up into a bar and then just give them into the Chris Kringle. <laughs> so really? if you get that, it's your job to... Like, you've got to end up giving Carl back his fucking DVD. You've got what? to work out who yeah, they belong to. Or you've just got to keep shit and then have people go, hey... I know you got that as a present, but that's actually mine. Can I have that back? And yeah. it's like the most awkward, like fucking. Yeah. Look how this months. guy's just getting away with this year after yeah. year. And like, and like, he keeps thinking, it's like, oh, this is a funny thing I'm doing. I was like, the fucking worst. Yeah. Like, wow. not invite him because he's part of the. Anyway, if you're listening, fuck off. You know. It feels like. This, <laughs> yeah, it feels I, like he should be given his marching orders from that friendship group. I remember getting to, a, to an age at Christmas where I would buy uh, presents for my family, especially for my brother, where I'd be. You'd, you know, you want to put something under the tree that they're not going to be able to guess. So if you've got him a book, you don't want to make it look like a book. Right. So. Say I'd gotten him a book or something, and I just built this elaborate thing where it was like this massive box. It was filled with marbles. There was like a, a weird bit to it. There was all this stuff going on. A contract to, like, with the ABC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, an IMDb page. Um, all this sort of stuff to distract him from the fact that it was a book. And then he was like, oh, I've got no idea what this is going to be. And then on Christmas Day, he opens it up. All this other stuff's in it. And then there's just like a book in here. And he's like, awesome. Look at all the stuff in here. There's marbles. There's something like, no, 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 that's not yours. That's mine. That's, you don't get to keep that. That's just this distracting bit. I want all that stuff back. He's like, no, that's all better than the present you got me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Christmases and birthdays and like unwrapping presents at our house was always such a pain in the ass because my dad always wanted to keep the wrapping paper pristine right. so he could reuse it. So, you know, Christmas morning, you see a big box that's clearly like a Nintendo 64 or whatever that you just want to go, yeah. ah, 
that he'd make yeah. you it'd take like 15 minutes to open it because he'd be there oh. just making sure you didn't you know the sticky tape didn't pull off any of the just oh. kind of guiding it gently with a knife oh. and then folding Awful. it all up what a what a tight ass it, it is costs like a, 80 cents there it is it's such a weird 64 so. uh, well yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spend a lot of money on that gaming console yeah. <laughs> didn't have a lot left over for wrapping paper yeah. <laughs> yeah he's made a deal with Target where if he brings them in enough uh, wrapping. wrapping paper yeah. they'll just do him a deal on trading him a 64 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you do you ever go to uh, shopping centres where they they do the free wrapping paper around around Christmas and stuff? Yeah. Have you seen those? You, you go there. And yeah, I home. leave the house not to yeah. brag. Okay, yeah. go out. Yeah, I've been to a shopping centre. You can, uh, yeah. go on. You know, I've, you've been out. Yeah. I've been alive in December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys, uh, you guys know wrapping paper? Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never seen it personally, but yeah. I'm aware of it as a yeah. concept. I've seen some of Mr. Daslow's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his, his family's big on it. Um, but you can you can you can go there. Obviously, you dump all your shit and they just you know wrap it and stuff. I remember once I was in a line. I had like a fucking book for my girlfriend or something. I was like, just get this done and then get out of here. I was like, because I'm shit at presents. I don't buy a lot. You know, I buy like three presents every year because I'm terrible. What a Scrooge! But this woman in front of me had a trolley like full of shit. Like she had like forty things in it. And they had like three little people dressed as elves, like doing all the wrapping. And she commandeered all of them and kept giving them all like ten things to wrap. Yeah. And, and it's not- Christmas, so there's not going to be a thing up going maximum yeah, four exactly. things right. wrapped. Yeah, yeah. 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 so she's got like it's not really in the spirit of things. things. And the line behind her was like, you know, it got it got to be like thirty people, right? And eventually, I thought this is my big moment. Like, I'm going to go up and say something to her and just be like, hey. Listen, there's a big line, you know, you've got obviously got a lot of shit, you're just taking it up, you know, why don't you just let everyone go through, like, just free up one of the L's, you can still keep the others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because, you know, it's an express lane, right? And so, <laughs> if you could just free up one of the L's. <laughs> she's just she's just grabbing other little people that she sees walking around the shopping centre and getting them to work for her. And so, because uh, I'm next in line, I go, and I, I'm like, fucking yeah, and I've, oh, this is like a big thing in my life, I always try... Because I'm always like such a fucking pushover. I, I just want to be a little bit assertive. So I kind of went up to her and I was like, excuse me. Like, and I, I probably oversold it a bit. Probably came off a bit aggressive. Like, look, there's a big line back there. And I'd be really appreciated if you just, you know, let some of us, because we've been waiting for a long time. And like, I'm just garbling all my words. And then she goes, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. And it turns out she was wrapping presents for the children's hospital. <laughs> and I've just gone, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I'll gosh, go back into the line then, I reckon. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah, the real... You did mention that she was a sick kid as well. Oh, yeah, sorry. Did I say woman? I meant child in a wheelchair who I just went and ye- yeah. stood over and yelled yeah. at. Yeah. And did I say yelled? I meant bashed. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. You don't need just to wrap with that... a bar. Just with a steel bar. Yeah. You don't need to wrap that teddy bear and that bike and that IV drip on. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't in a shopping centre. I was actually at a kindergarten that I'd broken into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a hospital, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hospital. And it was, yeah, she, she was a doctor who I just beat up and then it was awful. Man, that's a bad story in hindsight. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah, actually, that's, that's, really, that's very dark. <laughs> well, from all of us here at the Little Dum Dum Dub Club, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Um, guys, that is all the time we have for today on the Little Dum Dum Club. Michael Hing, Luke McGregor, thanks very much uh, for joining us. Thanks for uh, having us. Have you got things you would like to plug? Um, Hey, yeah, I don't know when this goes up, but if you're listening to this and you're in Sydney, uh, during the month of August, I'll be at the Comedy Store a bunch, 
And also, I'll be up at Splendor if you want to come and see me do some comedy up cool. there. Cool. If you've got any presents that need wrapping, bring them up to Michael. Yeah, yeah can I've got some uh, sins to help uh, you out. Yep. <laughs> uh, Luke McGregor, you're about to go overseas. You're going to be in London at the Soho Theatre. Yeah. We have a few. We have a few UK friends of the show that I'm sure will be excited to come and come on down check down you out. I was looking at the stats again last night on the on the fan page on uh, Facebook and seeing that there was like, you know, I think maybe nearly. Triple figures yeah. in England and stuff. Yeah. There was, and you know, one in Malaysia and one in Kuwait and one in all that stuff yep. again. It yep. was awesome. <laughs> well, Luke's not doing shows in Kuwait yet. Right. But let's so let's hold off yeah. on the plug for that. Uh, well, but, uh, there's going to be one bloke there. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> run. But yeah, I think uh, what is it? Soho Theatre dot. Co.uk or something yeah. it has all the details. Yeah. Start of what are the dates? Start of August. It starts uh, fifth of August till the seventeenth, I think. Yeah, cool. So go check McGregor out. Should uh, double check that. <laughs> just check. Just check Luke's Twitter page. He's always plugging stuff on there. So just <laughs> just get on there. <laughs> uh, what have we got? We've got t-shirts. We're sending out badges with yes, our badges. Now. I just sent out my first one today. Excellent. Uh, with some lucky man has got himself a large navy haymates t-shirt with some free you, badges. Uh, Got left? Uh, I think about 30. 30? Yeah. yeah. Getting through them. Yep. Uh, check out the wedges at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, check out me at McDonald's. Yep. Uh, the Stig's <laughs> book, The Girl with the Dragon yeah. Tattoo Race Mobile or whatever we came up with. Don't sell the rest of the t-shirts and let's just wear them all. Like we're all 30. Yeah. Just have them on. Yeah. <laughs> 30 on. Uh, guys, okay. thanks very much for listening and we will see you next time. See, see you, mate. mate. So, so we all did it. We did it.